Hello, ladies and gents. Um, this is Queen Ray coming at you live for the very first time. Um, I call this podcast for the randoms or for the awkward, however you identify yourself. Anyhow, um, me personally, I identify myself as an acute awkward. Yes. Yes, I said that on live. There you have it. Anyhow, um, <clears throat> today's topic, we're going to talk about relationships. Um, first point, what are relationships? Well, um, four that I know of, I don't know if you guys know anymore, please, you know, hit the lines or do whatever. I, I don't know how this shit works, but hey, <laughs> we're going to discover this together, okay? So the different types of relationships that I got are, number one, family relationships, friend relationships, acquaintanceship or work relationships, romantic relationships. All right. So this is um, what I've gotten from each one. So my definition of a family relationship uh I would say a bunch of close-knit people. They could be biological, non-biological people that you share um, some kind of common understanding or something like some kind of likeness or familiarity amongst each other um, that brings you together. Um, Friendships. I characterize that as two individuals uh, who share, like, much like family, who share similarities amongst each other, and they have a reciprocal type of relationship. Sometimes they do, sometimes they don't, but that kind of tells you if you have a true friendship or not. Anyhow, moving on, um, <laughs> acquaintances or, like, work relationships. Now, those, um, those are, like, the more common relationships simply because they don't necessarily have to be bonded by a common trust. But the only thing that kind of molds and shapes them together would be that they're just shared interests, like, familiarities, like, hey, you guys work at the same job or you guys go to the same school or you go to the same church or whatever the fuck you do, you know, like y'all do something that's similar. You go to similar places, you run around the same places. Oh, la 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 la. Romantic relationships. Ha. The highest form, I guess, of relationship. But in my opinion, I think it's friendships, you know, because they don't really ask for so much. But at the same time, they give a lot. But let's segue back to that point some other time in this podcast. And yeah, so back to the romantic relationships. Those, um, how do I, um, how do I say this? So I guess in the Greek terminology, it would be characterized as enos love or whatever erotic. It could well erotic is technically physical, but enos would be, you know, romantic. I love you. I can't live without you. You know that type of shit. Anyway, so a romantic relationship consists of one or more, <laughs> one two or more <laughs> individuals because you know there is a, you know, relationships, monogamous, polyamorous. And then, you know, just girlfriend, boyfriend, however you want to characterize them. Okay. So, 
those are just you know when individuals commonly share interests they really all of these relationships correlate with each other i just thought about it i'm saying the same thing over and over again but oh well in a romantic relationship it kind of correlates just about all the ones that i listed for but like all family friendship acquaintance but it's a little extra you know both of y'all share a common interest you know as far as like oh you might like the same movies or you might like going to the same places or you know what i'm saying you might like the same things to do you know you might like painting or you might like sports or whatever me i could give a fuck but i mean hey it is what it is. <laughs> Romantic relationships. <laughs> but it commonly involves a overflow of emotion and feelings. Mushy shit. Yeah, that. Anyway, I'm just going to go over to my second point. Okay, um, I guess I should have did this at first. But hey, I'm learning as I go. So... The second point that I'm going to make after the break is going to be, how did I get here? All right, so I'm back. So <clears throat> the second point is, how did I get here? Um, where am I from versus where have I been? Okay, so originally, guys, I am from Arkansas, Little Rock to be exact, the specific area is Southwest, you know, a lot of people call it Little Mexico, I'm going to explain why, now the reason why they call it Little Mexico is because there is a large number of Hispanics in that area, Hispanics and Puerto Rican, if that's the safe way to say it, um, anyway, so I grew up over there for about 12 years, like from birth to 12 years old. Then I moved to Benton. Yeah, I learned something from there and here. Yeah, I also went to Conway. But anyway, that's a whole different story for a different day. So <clears throat> how this goes is like this. I just always I always had some kind of influence with these relationships like I always knew about these relationships and now some of the relationships I discovered a little bit later on in life like um, romantic of course but you know as a kid your first relationships that you um, know about would be you know family and friendships but friendships, you don't really know about that until it's like, so you get into grade school when you're starting to talk and everything. But family relationships, of course, you know, from the first words, mama, dada, you know, all of that. That's when the framework is laid, so to speak. But um, friendships, of course, you know, everybody has their first little friend. I don't know if you guys still have your friends from like elementary school or not or daycare or whatever you know I still I still reach out to them every now and then but 
I will admit it's not as strong as it was in school, but you know, it's only because we're, we're going our own separate ways. We're all just trying to find our way to get to our common goals and interests. And sometimes we don't, you know, cross down the same lanes and that's okay. But <clears throat> acquaintanceships. Now that, honestly, I didn't really learn about that until, or the difference between friendships and acquaintance slash work relationships until I went to like middle school, high school, college, really came, became evident in college simply because, you know, that's around the time you get your first job or, you know, in high school, you get your first job. Like me, for instance, I... Uh, worked at Tropical Smoothie. Um, I want to say that was like my, damn, was it my junior year? Yeah, I think it was my junior year. Anyhow, so <laughs> that's where I learned about acquaintanceships and I guess work relationships. Um, friendships, I learned that from elementary school you know chico elementary Woo, go chiefs i don't know if any of y'all know about that probably not but it's okay it was worth a try <laughs> then, um dunbar Manning middle school yep that's the family school oh, family chris all of that and then you know i went over to ben i moved around a lot ben <laughs> ben middle school to ben junior high then to bryant high school don't tell anybody I did that. Okay, that was my mouth. That was not my butt. I promise. It was my mouth, not my butt. Anyhow, um, yeah, that's when I just, you know, first started learning about the friendship relationships and acquaintanceships. But, you know, the difference between the two that I've noticed is that in acquaintanceships, they're very surface. And what I mean by surface is just simply that it doesn't go beyond that, you know, it doesn't go beyond, hey, how you doing, you know, um, so what are you doing tomorrow, blah, 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 you know, just the small talk, and you know, to be honest, as a Scorpio, I do not like those type of relationships, not whatsoever, but I do know that they are essential in order to get through the day, so to speak, sometimes, you know, in certain situations, but, you know, I'm still learning how to have a filter on some of those. But friendships, now to me, in my in my opinion, I think that friendships are like the most purest forms of relationships simply because it's not necessarily a give or take type of thing. It's when two individuals come together and they give to each other because they want to without having to just hold up the whole end of like, oh, you have to repay this back. Because if it is that type of relationship, then it's not really a true friendship. It shouldn't be that way, you know. It should be free-flowing. It should just be something that you give to each other. You're teaching each other, you know. You're just being there, <laughs> if that makes any sense. You know, the type of relationship that you can call somebody at 3 o'clock in the morning like, hey, man, I can't sleep. And then they're up and they're like, oh, you know what? I can't sleep either, so let's not sleep together, you know. <laughs> let's vamp together or whatever. But, yeah, I know that sounded like a pure ramble, but oh, well. 
So anyway, just segueing back to the second point, where am I from? Okay, so if anybody just truly knows me, they'll know that, you know, I just always been the black sheep. I just, it's like that puzzle piece that just doesn't fit, you know? Like, not that it's just a terrible thing of me. I think it insinuates my uniqueness, if that's a word. Is it? Yep, I think it is. Anyhow, I'm just going to roll with it. But <clears throat> with that being said, it just, you know, differentiates you in a way from, like, being status quo. Does that make any sense? Well, anyway, I could truly say, like, I always felt like I was on a show. So it's actually good timing that I found this app and just started recording. And again, this is just a podcast full of rambles. That's why it's called For the Randoms. But hey, there's going to be some meaning in between the words and in between the rambles. So just stay tuned. Anyway, so, you know, just picture this. I don't know if any of y'all can relate. But I'm pretty sure that some of y'all can relate to being, like, just picture yourself being at a family reunion or a family gathering, a church gathering or a group gathering or a school gathering. And you're just that person that, you know, just sits off to themselves. You're in a group, but you're sitting off to yourself because you truly can't relate to anybody that is in that group or in that circle. You just nod, smile, and go on just for the sake of it, you know, just so that you don't stick out so bad like a sore thumb, if that makes any sense. Because it's already painful that, you know, when you try to just do you and be yourself, it's not accepted massively. It's not reciprocated all the time. You get the crazy looking glares and all that. But hey, it's the life of an awkward and a random, but it's all right. And it could get so bad that even your family can see it as well and point it out. But I mean, hey, it must be true then. (laughs) They say it, it must be. But anyway, um, I'm just going to go ahead and go to my next point. Oh, just to give you a visual of what I mean, just think of it. Um, (laughs) Oh, this is a good one. Okay, so think back to like, I don't know if I'm speaking to the millennials or if I'm speaking to the, I don't know who I'm speaking to. But anyway, I'm just saying like if the millennials remember, do y'all kind of remember when, um, you know, like Bugaboo jeans and Jabot jeans came out and G-Unit stuff came out. Yeah, so like the early 2000s. Now picture that. <laughs> picture that in the early, like, 2010. <laughs> and then you're not wearing, oh, that's not enough. You're not wearing the labels. <laughs> wearing the discounted stuff (laughs) because it was cheaper and it's warmer or it's better whatever you know I don't know if y'all seen Orange is the New Black but I do remember that one scene when Voss I want to say it was um god 
what is her name? Piper's girl, ex-girlfriend was on there and she was telling her backstory. And, you know, she was getting made fun of by the girls, the kids at school and stuff. Because she didn't have, like, the cute little bling, cheap made, cheaply made expensive shoes. And she had the little, um, the womp womps. <laughs> Those shoes. The little clink clacks. <laughs> the clink clacks. The church shoes. I look, the Payless church shoes. Y'all know what I'm talking about. The brown black shoes with the buckle across. Yes, those. <laughs> and she said, don't worry about them. You're because you're cool. And and they're losers. And they're going to be eating up the pump. She was, she was saying some real stuff. Because anytime that there's a red dot in you know a black and white picture you're going to stand out because you're meant to stand out so yes that's why i'm doing this which kind of brings me to my next point where are you going i know a lot of y'all are thinking like where are you going with this like what well here's where i'm going with this the reason why we're talking about relationships today is because there's a lot of misconception. There's a lot of confusion around relationships, just period, you know? Like, for instance, I've been confused about a lot of relationships that I've had because, you know, a lot of times if you are confused, sometimes it leads to misunderstandings or unrequited love, you know? Ooh, love, that's a big subject. I'll talk about that some other day. It's a long story. Anyway, so where I'm going with this, hell, I low-key kind of forgot where I was going with this, but shoot, let's keep it going. So where I'm going with this, I feel, I just feel like we need to be a little bit more open and just more educated in regards to relationships what are you getting yourself into do you know what kind of relationship you are wanting to embark in because sometimes you know you could just walk into something that you're not fully ready for or you just have no clue i mean just completely oblivious <laughs> oblivious to the oblivious if that makes any sense hmm, how can this help well here's how i feel like this can help I feel like personally, this is helping me as a tool to learn how to open up more because I am pretty close out, believe it or not. I'm very goofy and I'm very expressive, but not a lot of people know that simply because, you know, if you've been came at like, <clears throat> if you've been came at, you know, for a long time that what you say or what you do has no value or because we don't understand why you're saying or doing this then it's crazy so it kind of discourages you from wanting to step out and be that you know be that red dot you know i mean <laughs> i'm pretty sure i'm not the only one that feels that way i know for a fact i'm not but honestly this is in a way like I guess therapy simply because I can't just talk in straight lines to a therapist about what's going on because they will never understand fully. They may get the concept, but as far as getting the 
the weight of it. <laughs> I don't think so. It surmounts. It does. But, <clears throat> all right. So, in essence, this helps because this is just helping you how to develop, you know, your communication skills, my communication skills as a person. I know I sound very selfish, but hey, it is what it is. I'm doing this for me. And also you, but for me first. I'm just saying. Okay. So, how do these relationships shape you as a person? That's a good question. So, I got these points. I'm just going to say I'm going to citate these points real quick. I got them from Psychology Today. It was an article written by Gwendolyn Sedman, or Seedman, Ph.D. Sorry, doctor, if I messed up your name, I do apologize. But the name of our article was Four Ways Our Relationships Change Who We Are. Okay, so the first one is, the first point that she makes is, I'm going to paraphrase on some of this too, but I'm also going to take some lines of insert from what she actually said. So, quote, end quote, quote unquote, self-expansion. It means adding new positive information to you as a person. So, just to give an example of what that means, I could actually say that self-expansion could mean a number of things. Like, say if you're terrible at math and <laughs> and you say you have a class that required like, I don't know, calculus. Okay, see, I got scared just saying it. But anyway, say you got calculus and you have this friend, right? Or, you know, you have this family member or a co-worker. Or hell, you might even have a boyfriend, a girlfriend, or husband, or wife. Or a girlfriend, boyfriend, husband, and wife. Or whatever, you know, whatever floats your boat. So, say, say you got, like, somebody in your corner that fits one of those relationship titles. And they come along, you know, they see you struggling or whatever, I guess, with, I guess with, well, they don't have to see you struggling with it i'm just gonna make it pertaining to the first point and not the third point but anyhow you'll learn about the third point in due time but the first point basically what i'm trying to say is say if their strong suit is math chemistry and like well lord that is science <laughs> calculus and everything of that nature say that they are a math wizard that they, they the truth you know what i'm saying they they it you know and you suck. Let's <laughs> just say you suck. And you watch them for a while and, you know, you kind of pick up on the traits on how they, like their concept, like how they go about solving a problem, resolution, troubleshooting, and all that. And that would in turn be a positive trait because you are taking something that was learned by another person but you're learning you're learning it in a way sometimes it could be inadvertently sometimes it could be on purpose you know I mean that's just an example of self-expansion because you are expanding a part of yourself because I mean hey you could be a music person and you don't know math from Adam 
I only say that because that was me <laughs> in the realm of choral music. <laughs> but I sucked in band, and you know you have to do math in band. But anyway, simple math, but still, yeah. Anyway, I'm just going to go ahead and go to the second way. So the second way is self-contradiction. So, quote, unquote, self-contradiction. We lose positive self-concept content. So example of that is um, just just say this, like say that you are a sports fan. You know what I'm saying? Like say that say that you're married or something or you're in a relationship or you're in a close knit friendship. And just say like you're an Eagles fan and your significant other is like a Bills fan. And they're like, oh, man, screw the Eagles. Like, they ain't shit. You know, blah, 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 blah all that. And you're like, how dare you say such a thing? <laughs> they're like, well, you know, real motherfuckers is a um, Bills fan and blah, 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 blah. And, you know, they basically kind of put you down for your interest or whatever. So then you contradict yourself by saying, well, you know what? I mean, I'm real, so I guess I got to be a Bills fan. So you convert. You're contradicting yourself because you converted. You compromised your belief to fit the frame of somebody else who was a total idiot who could not just freaking accept what you were saying. They didn't have to agree, you know, with the <laughs> the type of team that you like. But at the same time, they could have supported you from a distance. Did that make any sense? I hope it did because it made sense to me. <laughs> anyway. Oh my god, I gotta take a break. <laughs> okay, so I'm back, guys. So going back to our um I wanna say this is gonna be a four part series. I'm on the third point of you know, four ways our relationships change who we are as people. So the third point would be and please forgive me if I pronounce this incorrectly, but I got self pruning. Um, we lose our quote unquote, I'm sorry, we lose and suppress our negative self concept. Um, this improves self concept. Now, of course, this was quoted from Gwendolyn, or excuse me, PH, um, Gwendolyn Sedman or Sedman from Psychology Today from her article of four ways our relationships change who we are. Um, again, so ways that this can approve, like self pruning or pruning can like improve our self concept is by this. I can give you an example, like say, say you have a partner or a friend who's a smoker. You're not a smoker, but you know, they obviously struggle with the trait, right? So if they surround themselves by people like yourself who does not smoke, maybe the trait will rub off on them the more that they actually surround themselves with you unless they have an addictive problem. But even then, it takes us an amount of willpower to actually get through and, you know, a lot of cases prayer too. But I mean, look, <clears throat> and then another example could be, you know, those who are married can be less lonely 
I don't know why they put that example on there, but obviously if you're married, you are going to be less lonely unless you're in a loveless marriage. So I guess technically that would be a sense of loneliness, but that's for a different story and a different subject on a different day. I'll touch it one day, just not today. Anyhow, <laughs> or say, say you are a compulsive shopper and you know what I will attest to this sometimes I can be an impulsive shopper like let me give you an example example so I was 14 years old and this was my first time going to Detroit Michigan this was when I was heavily involved in church and you know they really trust me to stand and deliver I know you guys are like oh my god you stood and deliver you can barely deliver this podcast I mean you're rambling so much but anyway this is my show get your own show no, I'm kidding. Please listen. But anyway, so, um, <laughs> so I selected a few of us to like, you know, go up there, you know, just evaluate, you know, gather information, learn something from the experience, come back home and report basically in front of the church. So in this time, of course, they know that we have to eat, sleep, you know, be entertained so they gave us what's it called I guess a stipend or an allowance so they gave us I want to say like 300 bucks or 150 it was something like that but I know I had some money already with it because I had a summer job working with my brother at the time and you know, with us going to um, Detroit, we stopped at different places. Like, for instance, we went to the Joe Lewis Stadium. We went to the GM Stadium. We went to, you know, a few malls, you know, where we got to shop and what have you. Along the way up there and along the way back, we got to make some stops. And let me tell you, <laughs> between the time of getting up there and coming back, I literally made it home with 20 bucks out of about $500, like close to $500, simply because I did not have the will to stop shopping. Like I literally had a shopping addiction. Have y'all seen like that, uh, Confessions of a Shopaholic? Yeah. If I had not stopped, I would be in her role today. But anyway, <laughs> anyhow, so how an example of how I kind of stopped was like, you know, coming back home, you know, my parents getting me on some kind of plan. I tried that, you know, I ain't gonna lie. I got kind of mad and I kind of left and then, yeah, I came back. But anyway, so when I went back out <laughs> and I went over to my friend's house, of course I'm skipping some events in between that of me going, but, um, anyhow, that, um, I went over to one of my, you know, my sister's houses. Now, no, she's not my biological sister, but you might as well just call her one because she's like, just like a sister. She, in that time, she allowed me to stay in her humble boat, you know, with her, of course, you know, I broke her off something, you know, some, some money, not, not that, but you know what I'm talking about. So... In that time, she was teaching me how to manage my money, and she literally got me a financial and expenses, like, 
folder so that I can write down everything that I was paying for so I could kind of get a sense of how much I was spending in a month, which I think is a fantastic tool if you're trying to learn how to budget your money like better. I think that's a great tool. I think everybody should adapt that concept to be real with you. Like, that is something everybody should learn how to do. But that's that's just an example of self-proning. You know, when somebody sees that you are lacking in an area and they have enough love for you or enough care for you that they want to kind of pick you up and actually, like, you know, show you the way, quote-unquote, that's where the self-proning comes in. Now, my fourth and final point that I have would be <sighs> self-adulteration, excuse me, adulteration, which, um, quote-unquote, it is, we gain negative traits. This can occur when being in the relationship consistently changes your behavior for the worse like okay for example um yeah like I'm, I'm just gonna say it like in school and even with my relationship um mind you I just exited a five-year relationship thank God <laughs> it was not good at all like it had some good times but for the most part it was not good for me period I mean it it brought up a lot of old traits within me that I thought I had abandoned but not quite um like for instance one of the traits were you know I don't know who values this or not but I just stopped going to church altogether. I'm still currently not going to church. Of course, we have the quarantine. But thank God, you know, at least I'm touching the Bible again. I'm like, at least like cracking it open and talking to God. Because in that time, um, in that time, my main focus was my partner in that relationship. Because... Me not knowing that it was an actual relationship, but a situation sip or a codependency. Simply, I want to say it was a codependency on both parts. The only reason why I say that is because he was manipulative to where he had to make it to be like he can't do anything without me. And then me, me being a giver... <laughs> Like, I feel like I need to give to you in order for this to be successful. He played off that emotion. And, you know, that's when ultimatums and things of that nature and control and manipulation starts to kind of pop off. It starts off small. It could be something with what you wear or it could be with how you say things or where you go, you know. And it just kind of springs out to... You know, other things like who you're talking to. <laughs> that could be negative, but I'm just going to stick to this point. <laughs> I stopped going because he felt that it was unnecessary to go to church. Like, 
in the time that he came back into my life, because um, just think about it, um, I do want you to be mindful. This was like my first boyfriend. So we've known each other for quite some time since childhood, actually, I guess up until adulthood now. But <laughs> anyhow, um, I thought that time would do a justice for him, you know, for us to kind of grow up and then come back together. But it didn't. So he's like one of the type of people. I was literally in this group, a Christian group at my church. At the time, I just dropped out of college, you know. I had a lot, a number of things going on in school. It was just, it was painful, bittersweet. It was cool. It was fun. It was disgusting. It was, it was a lot of things, you know, that I could just go on and on about. But I just knew that I needed to leave at that point because I wasn't helping myself. I was hindering myself more than helping myself. So I guess for me to stop on my second year, um, the beginning of my second semester, so I wouldn't waste any more time or money, I just felt like I needed to take a break to kind of get myself together, you know, mentally and emotionally. So just to kind of give you guys a basis of what went on, I... I'm sorry, let me just have a moment. Okay, so... So my first year at college, um, I was going to University of Central Arkansas. Um, again, you know, I, I'm not they too... I'm not too keen about the whole, you know, partying, partying aspects, like, of college. I mean, I was ready for it, you know. I was already, I literally had a sit-down with my parents. Like, I talked to them. This was, of course, after they found out that I was sexually active, which was by accident. But that's a different story. I'll tell that on the story time later. But anyway, so, um, <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm still left with the fact I literally sat them down and told them this. But basically, the whole conversation consisted is, I was like, well, you know, since I'm, you know, I'm older now, I'm 18. Well, I'm going to be 18 and everything because I was 17 at the time. I was like, well, hey, you know, I'm getting older now. So I'm just going to let you know now when I go to college, I'm going to focus and everything. I want to do my assignments, do everything right, you know, or at least try my best. But what I am going to do is I'm going to experience, have the full college experience. I'm going to go to parties. I'm going to drink. I'm going to smoke. I'm going to have sex. I'm going to have fun, you know? Like, I just let them know. And, you know, they was like, okay, well, I just want you to be safe. Let's be mindful. Everybody wasn't raised the same, which that's true. So, I was doing good, you know, my first semester. I had all A's, you know. Classes were easy. I had a, I had so many friends, so many acquaintances. I was just like, man, I'm like really feeling myself. This like I have not gotten this much attention in the whole wide world, and you know that could be a drug as well, attention. But anyhow, this was like, man, I got so many lifetime connections, man. I got it made. Like it's and I'm doing good. 
it's all going down. So, you know, night. A night to truly remember. Um, September 13, 2013. It was approximately like 2.30, 2.20, 2.30 in the morning. Of course, me and my friends, we had just left the party, and it was like an ABC party. It was a turned-up party. When I tell you I was turned, baby, I was turned now. I was lit like a candle. No, no, no. I was lit like a Christmas tree, okay? <laughs> how I made it, how I made it out, the, out my friend's dorm when I should have really just slept there. I really should have just slept in my friend's dorm. Like, just slept the stuff off. But, you know, they even asked me to, but... I ignore them. Anyhow, I'm just going to make this one quick because in a way this is still kind of uncomfortable for me to talk about. But I was walking by myself outside of the dorm and there were some guys, there was a group of guys outside, you know, was talking to me about whatever about music and of course I sang I love the campus now mind you I'm not the best singer but I do love singing I mean even to this day I mean shoot it doesn't matter but um yeah one of the guys at the group you know like chorused me to go upstairs with them to go record a song and so I went you know I'm still drunk so I'm staggering up the stairs and stuff but uh yeah Long story short, yeah, I was locked in a room and taken full advantage of. It was a rape situation. So, just bringing it up out of that, um, it just, it brought me to a bad place. So that was another, that was like really just the main reason, the fact that I didn't deal with it, I didn't tell anyone at the time about the situation, the fact that it lasted like more than an hour and a half, like it lasted for a while, like more than it needed to. It's just, you know, I just went back and I felt dirty. I didn't, I didn't feel clean. I, I felt disgusted. But I also felt like I didn't have time to actually cope and to deal with it because I made myself a promise. I needed to finish school. I needed to get through it. Like I set out a plan. I was going to be pediatric RN. I'm going to finish by 2017, May of 2017. I'm going to walk walk across the stage with flying colors, with the sashes and all that stuff. Hell, I was even trying to pledge. But, you know... When your mind is not focused, when it has something on it that's plagued because of a sudden disturbance, it can't put it can't put a stop to your plans. It could put a dent to it, if that makes any sense. So, in a sense, how this kind of correlates to my relationship, it just brought me to a dark place because. Like I said, when I was leaving my second semester of my second year, that was so that I could recuperate and to recover because I'm literally in the same, kind of in the same stage as I was when I moved back home the first time from college, 
because I was trying to heal. I was trying to restore myself. But the only difference is, is that I wasn't trying to tell anybody. I was trying to do it all by myself, which was a mistake because it leaves you open to failure. You do need help. I mean, look at it. Who else, like, just completely did anything by themselves, you know? And that's just a, a daily a learning tool, like a daily learning tool for me. But anyhow, how it can attribute to your negative traits is if it brings you, if you if it brings you from progress back to a depressive state or back to just negativity, that would be called self adulteration. An example for me would be the church. Church was my beacon. Church was a place where I felt where I felt a sliver of calmness, if that makes any sense. And I don't mean to sound so rash when I say a sliver, because things went on in the church as well that I didn't too much agree with. And that, you know, I will talk about it on another day when I'm ready to. But, you know, again, this is all new to me. This this opening up stuff, you know. So bear with me. If I'm all over the place, not if, I know I am. But look, so as I was saying, church is like a grounding. You know what I'm saying? And for him to come in and to say, well, you know, you don't have to go to church to actually believe in God and, you know, actually have a good, convert, like a good, you know, relationship. In a sense, he was right. But at the same time, it was just the direction that he was going. The, 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 the message was incorrect. And the only reason why I say that is because sometimes you need that visual. Sometimes you need to be surrounded by a lot of people, especially if you're not like a strong person mentally to actually do that on your own. Because again, it was just a bad time in life. I was just not, you know, ready to like just do this all by myself. But at the same time, I wanted to take the elephant, if that makes any sense. But, um... It's just the reason why it's not good to kind of get off of healthy routines is because it's hard to get back on them, especially when you've been away from them so long. And it was systematic how he did it. You know, it first started off with, oh, well, you know, I don't get as much time as they do. You know, they always call you for assignments. They always call you for a meeting. They always call you to go and do shows and stuff. And, you know, at that time, I was getting back good. Like, I've never had such a good relationship with God as I did during that time before I actually stopped, you know. But um, when you associate yourself with a person who is on a lower vibration than you and you're at a high frequency, Only one of two things going to happen. Either they're going to meet you at your frequency or you're going to meet them. And in this case, I met him at his frequency, which was not good. You know, he didn't, he didn't go to church. He was raised in the church, but it wasn't like through 
you know, just discipline. It wasn't sound. It did. In other words, it was like a perm that didn't take. It wasn't reliable. So, the foundation was unstable. It was established, but it was unstable. It was on stilts. It could be easily knocked over by a good wind. But, um, yeah. Another way of how he kind of, like, did the negative traits would be through... God. That's a good... That's a good... I'm trying to think of a good example because... It's just so many different ones, but I don't want to just give a petty one. I really just want to give, like, a strong one. So, one would be, you know, to keep you, isolate you from, you know, positive friends. Like, like I said, you know, the type of friends that I got, they all want to go somewhere on their way to something or they're there. You know what I'm saying? So... For you to hang around, uh, to change that environment from being around an environment that's motivating, that's positive, that's progressive, you know, that's working hardship, and you're going over to, <laughs> you're going over to a plane of nowhere, like literally, like I'm talking about, like nowhere, like curse the cowardly dog, like nowhere, like some kind of sixth circle of hell, <laughs> like. It's just crazy. Like, it's crazy to explain because I was literally surrounded by a lot of people that did not, like, want anything but just to get through the day. And that is, I can tell you right now that there is no way how to live. So, how that would correlate as an example, I traded in my ideology, my belief. You know, on things simply because I changed my environment. And that's a way of how, you know, negative traits can be self adulterating, you know, it can be self sabotage. And because you've been in that situation for so long, you just feel you now believe, you now believe. In your new environment, that because I'm surrounded by nothingness, because I'm surrounded by people that don't want to go anywhere or too many places at one time, that you don't know where to go or you don't have any sense of direction. So, in other words, you become what you see, become what you are surrounded by, which is not good at all. Like, another example. I didn't watch no freaking reality TV. Like, well, I will say the exception would be, you know, Flavor Love. But everybody was watching the Flavor Love back in middle school. I mean, yes, I'm 25. So, yes, it was back in middle school for me. You know, 2000. Was it 2006, 2007? Yeah, yeah, somewhere in there. But anyway, <laughs> um, I gave that up. I gave that up, like, I want to say... When I went to high school, I was trying to turn a new leaf. It was it was difficult, you know, because again, I'm not, you know, widely received or just widely like, which it really doesn't matter because you shouldn't have to worry about being widely received or widely liked because 
if they just don't like you, then they just don't like you. It's true. Ain't nobody, everybody's not going to like or accept you. Just as long as you accept you and you like you. Which, again, I'm learning that still as an adult. But I can honestly say this. It's like I reverted and getting back into the relationship. So that would kind of, you know, ponder the question, would getting back with an ex, would that be progressive or regressive? In this sense, it was regressive. But at the same time, it taught me a lesson that I'll never forget. <laughs> you should always inspect the fruit before you bite the fruit. I know that's kind of like very like fortune cookie or proverbish to say, but it's true. Like, always inspect the fruit before you bite into it because you never know what you're going to get into or what taste is going to come of you. I would hate for you to be left with a bitter taste in your mouth. I know a lot of what I said has undertones of bitterness, but I mean, hey, somebody got to say it. (laughs) Like, somebody got to say it, shit. But um, in closing, I will say this, that relationships have taught me a lot, whether it was family relationships, um, something I learned from family relationships, you know, no matter what, if it's true, it's true. Your family is going to be there for you. Hopefully, if you know, if you have a strong family unit, they won't steer you wrong. It's all love at the end of the day. Hopefully for you. If it's not, I would seriously think about seeking counseling or prayer and counseling. Um, And it's just, you know, this is not just for a certain group of people. It's for all people. I mean, hell, I'm 25. I'm black. (laughs) I'm a female. So, I mean, like, look, we're the most criticized groups, okay? (laughs) We're one of the most (laughs) criticized of all groups but i mean look i'm just speaking from experience but hey um friendships what i learned is you know everybody ain't your friend and everybody ain't your partner but once you find someone that's your partner don't try to cut them because you scared they gonna cut you and that goes the same with you know romantic relationships as well don't self-sabotage a relationship especially a good one because you feel that it's gonna end up bad now the only time that it just truly truly ends up bad out of you being so self-sabotaging would be because your mindset was set up that way in the beginning if you feel like it was going to fail then it's going to fail if you feel like it's going to succeed then it will succeed it's just you have to set your mind to it now acquaintanceships and work relationships those those can be worked at you know but at the same time it has to be a team effort (laughs) it can't just be like one-sided but at the same time just make sure that you're a strong individual to if it is one-sided that you'll be strong enough to walk away from them or gracefully just bow out or however you choose to handle this situation just know it's consequences for both of them whether it's good or bad (laughs) But the only reason why I can just speak so strongly about the romantic relationship is because I experienced it. I just got out of it. You know, it was it was very unhealthy. 
relationship a romantic relationship should not be based off of codependency that should never happen because it's not true it's not solid it's not plausible it's fictitious it's unhealthy and it's self-evasing please look those words up <laughs> but um, in closing, what I will say is this. I'll just say, like, man, just just get, just make sure that your relationships are healthy. Um, you know, how you could make sure that they're healthy. I think, I think the same author that did this article on four, four ways our relationship can change who we are. You know, like, she makes some good points, and I know for a fact that I actually have another book, you know, just in regards to, let me see, in regards to the romantic side of it, like, this is, this is for the ladies, um, I was given this book, actually, from my sister-in-law, I love her, she's so awesome, shout out to Michi, love you, um, <laughs> it's called smart women foolish decision are foolish choices so it's a beautiful read i will say this awesome read you know goes into depth different scenarios of different women's lives very successful women's lives i just simply make the wrong choice in men or partners however you want to call it now i'm pretty sure there's other books out there for friendships and acquaintanceships I don't know them. I would just say Google them, but I'm just speaking from what I know. <laughs> but, all right. So I'm just going to say that this portion is going to be the random time. Random hour. Random Okay, okay, I'm done. I'm done being weird now. So, random. I'm just going to give, like, random facts now. Now, I actually read an article one time where they said that bald guys are actually 20% smarter than the average human being. I don't know how true that is, but I know that they got the look down. How about that? Okay, here's another one. <laughs> here's another one. Now... This is for all the blondes out there. And no, all blondes are not Caucasian. <laughs> Supply. Okay, so. <laughs> okay, I gotta be serious now. So, they say that blondes are actually. Is it 30? Is it 15 or 35 percent? No, no, no. I think it's 35 percent more hairs and then a black haired girl. And you know, redheads have less than both of them. No wonder those gingers are crazy as hell. Ah,
Okay, you did not hear that. You did not hear that. Okay. Anyway, um, that's another one. <laughs> I'm trying to think of something else. Oh my god, I'm trying to get this, keep this going. Ah, how the freak do radio personalities do this? It's a thing. Back in school, me, my friend Kevin. Oh, that's my bro. He's still alive. Shout out to you, bro. <laughs> my, my other homeboy, Kentrell. Rest in peace, Trail. You my little brother. You my rider. You, you my baseball coon. I love you, man. Love you. Love you. You know, me, him. I think Aaron... Not Nicole. Nope, not Nicole. I, I thought it was Nicole, but it's not Nicole. It was either Aaron or Jasmine. It was Jasmine. Yep, it was Jasmine. All three of us, we were going to get... Was that three? No, that's four. Damn it, I can't do math. I feel so ashamed. Anyway, all four of us was going to go on the radio. Well, excuse me, radio. Sorry, the countryness was coming out. We was going to go on the radio and... uh like our school radio podcast and we're gonna so-called do this but you know we all like to cuss so that wouldn't have worked out too well and that was gonna be like all over you know, everybody's car and everything you know i just imagine like a family driving down the interstate having a prayer during the podcast and somebody just yelled at fuck you and you know it just would have been bad you know i don't I don't know. I just think about a lot of random stuff. Like, I don't know. <laughs> but, um, yeah. <sighs> I love my people, man. I just want to say thanks to all the people, you know, that's just been there, still keep, still being there. You know, shout out to my family. Shout out to mom. Shout out to pops. No, shout out to grandma, grandpa, you know, rest in peace, y'all, you know, auntie, Jewel, auntie, mammy, Christine, you know, Aunt Joanne, like, <sighs> Lord, Uncle June, uh, well, Uncle Junebug, you know, Uncle Lloyd, R.P., you know, Uncle Doc, oh, yes, Uncle Doc, Uncle Love Red, I love you too. AT Scene, I love you too. Ain't Anime, I love you too. You know, um, I'm trying to think of all my family. It's the, uh, such a big family. Such a big, big family. I did I say Aunt Christine. Yep, I did. Love you too, Aunt Christine. You know, I just love y'all all. Like, all my family and friends, you know, from Tiana, Jess. Kevin, well, Tiana, you know, Titty, Titty, you know what I'm talking about, girl. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about. Um, <laughs> Kevin, <laughs> I said Kevin already. Um, you know, Javian with your blockhead ass. I can't stand you, and I know you're gonna call me a coconut head, Fred, whatever. Fuck you. I don't, I still don't like you, but I love you. Anyway, so <laughs> shout out to all of y'all. Shout out to my co-worker friends and family. <laughs> Shout out, man. Shout out to all the ones that 
my friends and loved ones, the family that I mentioned on the podcast. Y'all know if I told y'all I love you, I mean it, and that's real. I mean, I talk to y'all every single day. I call you every month or whatever, but I love you. I just want you to know that. <laughs> okay? <laughs> but um, I'm just happy that I'm finally getting to the point to where I'm being okay with self-expression, you know, using my voice and actually being comfortable. And I do encourage, you know, people to call in and to actually, you know, talk about this, you know. Uh, I forgot one. It's negative Darius. <laughs> over Darius. <laughs> you thought I forgot, but I didn't forget. Ah. <laughs> Ooh, geometric shape, mouth ass, motherfucker. Okay, okay, I'm done. I'm done. I'm done. Because <laughs> I know you're going to come on the cast. You're going to light my ass up. But it's all good, you know. I just want to thank everyone. Last and certainly not least. I couldn't do any of this, breathe, talk, none of this without God. You are it. You the stuff. You the one. You know what I'm saying? Well, um, I guess that's all I have to say. I mean, I, I really ran out of fuel. Hopefully, if I have something else, I might get on later. But other than that, that's all I got for now. So... You know, whatever Jim Carrey said at the end of Truman Show, I wish I could remember what the hell he said, but it was like, um, uh, good, good afternoon next week and some, some, if I don't see you. Well, anyway, if I don't see you, I'm going to see you and, you know, until next time, see you. Peace. What's up, good-ass people? This is your girl, Queen Ray, from Around the Way. No, I'm kidding. I'm not from Around the Way. <laughs> Fuck that. I'm from New Mexico. <laughs> anyway, so um, I actually have a guest on the show today for the first time. It's my nigga, O.D., you know what I'm saying? Nameless, a.k.a. No Name. Ooh, No and, Name. And niggas need <laughs> a sponge yeah. on his head. BK. But we're not going to get into that, though. <laughs> A.K.A. O.D. Well, I want to do this for the, the Herbo. The we Herbo. Rolling, rolling, rolling. <laughs> <laughs> Let's hop into this. Yeah. So, all for the... Uh, uh, what, what, is, what is it called now? This is for the fucking randoms. Yeah, for the randomness. I would like to know. What, what brought you back here in the first place? I don't know. It's been two years, so I said, fuck it. Why not come back? You said. I've experienced a lot of bullshit. Uh, Some good stuff, too. You know, it wasn't just all, like, clear as mud. But But tell me what rolled down the hill. What rolled down the hill? You niggas! No, I'm playing. I'm playing. I'm playing. I'm kidding, guys. (laughs) I'm kidding, but I'm not kidding at the same time. But anyway, we're going to talk about attacked. something different today. We're going to talk about something I different today. I feel so attacked. You feel attacked? Why do you feel attacked, friend? Let's, let's, talk. let's talk about Come what's Come on, different. friend. Let's talk. Wait. Let's get to the topic. Okay. Now, you haven't seen me here, but okay. You want to, um, 
play right. rock paper scissors for the topic. You know, you know I'm gonna beat you on. You know I'm. You know, like all I the other clap games. You in, I clapped you in one game last night. You did. Okay, so people, yeah. so we went to go play <laughs> golf. And all the shit that I'm about to say, if you are a person of non-color, I do uh-huh. apologize in advance. <laughs> I apologize in advance for what I'm about to say. But I'm a real nigga and I got to keep it real. So we went up there to white people land. Oh, my god! The land of the dollop of Daisy. The dollop of Daisy. Huh? Yes. The it was called ranch. Rogers. I mean, I should have known by the name Roger, but I thought it was gonna be cool. I mean, it was cool because like it was like my the name of my favorite character off of American Dad. I fucking love Roger. Yeah. I love him. If I was like a character on a show, I would be fucking Roger. Should have like, came up there with a few outfits. You could have changed it. I mean, I technically <laughs> did. I came with a suitcase, but I mean, hey, uh, it's for the randomness. I didn't have a wig. I didn't have a yeah, show enough that's, wig. That's the thing. Oh God, show who? Anywho, so we went up there and we was playing fucking like golf and shit like that, you know. Yeah, we did golf. We we played two different forms of golf. So the first form of golf was fucking miniature golf. Ooh, mini putt putt baby. It was actually pretty cool. I was a good sport to a certain extent. I'm not gonna even lie. I kicked <sighs> um I kicked no names ball. It hey, felt hey, good, hey, and wait, I wanted whoa, to do whoa, it again. Is that what you kicked my ball? I did. I kicked your ball, and then you like put your ball in the water, and it was never seen again. Right. It was like an unsolved murder I case. Feel, I do. I feel. I feel some type of way about that ball, man. That old little light faded purple ball it did me nice. And then he had to get the pink ass ball. The I'm a Barbie girl hey, in a Barbie world. Said I have it. It's fantastic. Come th- on, Barbie. Let's go party. Ooh, uh, ooh, ooh, yeah. I think Wicked it was. Ass. I think it was more cyan. All right. Uh, uh, I might be colorblind. We don't know what the fuck cyan is. <laughs> I might be colorblind. Kiss. Keep it simple, stupid. We don't know what that is. Oh. <laughs> oh. All right. So maybe I did have a light pink ball after my purple ball got away. But that's all right. Though. It was a hot pink ball, y'all. No cap. <sighs> No hoodie. It's still that pink. No toboggan. That pink ball took it to the window. Took it to the window. To the wall. <laughs> to the sweat. It was the waterfalls on that ball. <laughs> but anyway, <laughs> I'm enough gonna be a stickler. I'm I'm done being a stickler. You don't have and to like not be a stickler. Technical. No, be technical. Be. Oh, a stickler. you're right because your nickname for me is Squidward. Hey guys, that's my other name, Squidward. <laughs> so yeah, Squid Woman. Hey, Squid wait, Girl. wait, wait! You know, you... That's so attractive, right? Squidward is the is the best character on that show. He's better than SpongeBob. I beg to differ. But anywho, let's talk about the other part of golf. And that shit was actually pretty fun. You know, like, great stress reliever. Wish I had it two years. Fuck it. I wish I had it seven years ago. How about that? Just put a goddamn ball and just... You know? Fucking white balls and... You know, it's a a hard game. Especially because I wouldn't coordinate it. I was nowhere you, near coordinated. It was just the coordination was I had off. the noodle legs. God, oh. And arms. Every time. Guys, I almost hit him with the damn, like, 
fucking putt at one point. Like, I had to catch myself. I got scared. <laughs> I was like, damn, I do not want to give him an injury. And I want them to kick our, our black ass out because we did look like two flies in a bowl of milk. But, I, you know, I wonder how many people have launched a golf club. The last two Fruit Loops in the bowl. <laughs> the last two Fruit Loops. And just sit there and float. They're not all up on each other. They're like away. You know, they're just... Drifting in yeah. the middle. Just, yeah. You know, uh, I've been showing you a lot of stupid-ass movies, too. Oh, God, y'all. Why the fuck did he show me a movie about... Y'all, tell me how crazy this shit is. This is the first... Stupid fucking movie ever showed me, but I actually kind of liked it at the end. Well, actually, the end was, was kind of fucked it was up. A, it was a nice story of revenge. How about you go ahead and then you explain the movie because I, I take too long to no, explain the movie. I will not. Okay, well, I'm going to try to highlight it as best as possible. Picture this. this. Korea. A Korean family. <laughs> it's a silent movie. And um, there's marital problems extramarital affairs yes basically that and she catches them and throws a rock at them to let them know that she was there hey motherfucker <laughs> because it's a silent movie no one's talking so oh fuck I just burped anyway so they like I'm a good friend thank you so that's when um the lady gets pissed off and tries to chop her husband's dick off. Now, ladies, I know you wanted to do that one time. I thought about doing it one time. But at the same time, no, I feel like that would be a bit too much. And you could go to jail. And I'm actually scared to go to jail, to be honest. Because I know what they do to women in jail. But that's a side note. That's a different story. So, broomsticks, we have more hoes. Anyway, so... <laughs> That's when um, she went in to. She thought of something even more fucked up. She cut her son's dick off and she ate it. Mm. And then she hid this knife that she committed her vicious Keep actions it. in the house Keep under a Buddha statue. What? <laughs> Keeping it in the family. How grotesque. So he tries to live his life dickless. And his dad is slowly growing resentment. That, you know, he was the reason for his son to have his dick cut off. So, in the end, he showed him how to masturbate without a dick. And, you know, I didn't think that that was possible. I thought he would I just get a hobby possible. or something. But it basically involves inflicting pain into the, like, verge of, like, fucking euphoria. And then you feel the pain later after you've experienced a great deal of euphoria. Which, Crazy as fuck, I, I know. So, he cuts his dick off. So the dad cuts his dick off surgically and shows it on his son. He uses it, but he's grown accustomed to be dickless, and he actually kind of liked it. So in the end, which was fucked up, he cuts his dick off again, and his parent, their parents like fucking shoot themselves, and then he gets off to it later. How fucked up, and it's called Morbis. I think he shot his own dick off at the end of it. Oh, well, excuse me. I think he was like, yeah, I don't even need this no more, goddammit. Cut, shoot, it, it was removed. It was, it was. It was removed. But what do you rate the movie? 
based on the silentness and the, I guess the absurdity? Um, you know what? I would have to actually give that a four out of five. You know, because it caught my attention at eight minutes. So honestly, if a movie just does not catch my attention, I'm gonna cut the shit off. Yeah, which is it's true. an attention grabber. You know, it's a huge attention grabber. Oh, don't burn down the house. You, you know. You know what? I don't know. But Act you, like you know, yeah. Act like you know. Act like you know. Act like you know. I, like I feel you know. like uh, I feel like I was ill prepared. Oh, it's okay. It's a random show. Nothing's prepared. Never prepared. Why? Some sometimes things should be prepared, but you know, mm-hmm. maybe I'm not that good at this. Well, I said that I wasn't that good at this either. I feel like you're better than me. You had time and practice. You I just had one show. You had three. Uh, okay. Yeah, one. Yes, I had three, but I took them off. And yes, I took them off because you don't need to know all of that about my life. Oh. Because I have a certain set of skills. Oh. And I will kill you if you find out. God, dog it. Okay. <laughs> that was an extra insert by Tiffany Smiles. Okay. Is there any. So Queen Ray is back. We're going to talk about this now. Okay. Can I see that? Yeah. Thank you, bud. Here you go. Hey, y'all. I want to talk about this shit right here. I got something to say to all you black motherfuckers that are women. I'm a black woman. I'm getting sick and tired of seeing all these fucking memes about the Godfather, okay? I'm getting sick of that shit. Stop talking bad about the dead. If you didn't want to be on his show or hear anything, this is Kevin Samuels. If you didn't want to hear or 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 fucking engage in anything that he had to do, like you had all you have to do is just fuck off. You didn't have to be there. Like damn. It's like you wanna argue. Like, let's talk about that. Why do we feel like we have to always be fucking combative combative? Why can't we just be feminine? What happened to like wanting to embrace your femininity? Why do you feel like you have to always just be fucking like masculine all the time? I understand shit is hard, but goddamn, smile through the shit. Try to make it better. Oh Come up with a game plan. I'll be feeling like I'll be feeling like a lot of people like to throw themselves into certain situations because, you know, you, it always makes you feel better to have something that you can say was against you. Uh, if everything was going your way, mm-hmm. it seems a little, I guess, boring in a sense. You know, it's like, in a lot of occasions, you can see it everywhere. It's like, oh, let me insert myself and then it makes you feel better, you know. I, I know I inserted myself in some things. Uh, I like listen to to your problems. It make me uh, it do make me laugh, but I understand, and hopefully I don't always be a terrible person about it. That's right, people laughing my fucking pain. Well, that's mean, right. What is comedy besides laughing it is. at somebody else? I know that's why I addressed it. This is for the randoms. True. Okay, continue. I'm sorry. Go ahead. I got the flow. You got the flow. 
I need to mop it up like I was blue face, baby. Oh, you go ahead. You go ahead, sir. You go ahead, sir. Man. On that note. Is there any skills that you would like to learn? Oh, fuck yes. I would like to be a marksman. That shit would be awesome. I've been thinking about it for quite some time now. Mm-hmm. Also, I would like to develop my like painting skills to be like an abstract artist because hey. y'all, I love abstract art simply because you can get so many interpretations and it's like the contrasts. You know what I'm saying? Like, I fucking love that shit. It's like it kind of reminds me of me. It's like you know what I'm saying. Like you have like the light and then you have the dark but sometimes it's not like always like in a linear fashion you know what i'm saying it could just be splattered on there yeah you know what i'm saying i like that shit no fucking rules like yeah. it's dope i like that any any art museums or something you want to visit uh i haven't thought of any i really don't even know any art museums i just appreciate the crowd but I would like to go to one, you know, one day. I'm probably going to do that one day. Oh, yeah? 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 Mm-hmm. So, you, like, the loop? But that's not, what's that? But that's not uh, abstract, though. I think they hold the Mona Lisa and stuff like that. Okay. Okay. Oh, and, like, those, like, drawings, like, where it's, like, a whole bunch of scribbles that, like, form together, like, a portrait. That is fucking awesome. It requires a lot of patience and time and skill. Have you tried to do any of those? I did, but it looked shitty. But I will try again. (laughs) What Aaliyah say, I love you fucking Leah. I love you, Aaliyah, Diane, Houghton, Von Houghton, whatever the fuck. But I love you. You know I do. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) I cried when you died. Boy, I cried like a son of a bitch when you died. Seriously. But anyway, dust yourself off and try it. Do, 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 do. Oh. Do, 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 oh. Do, do. I'm about to go swim with the dolphins. I know you Don't you them. say shit about dolphins. You you are not allowed to say shit about dolphins. I'm not dolphins. a dolphin hater. I, shit. I, I'm not a dolphin hater. Y'all, y'all know what they call dolphins. You know what he called dolphins? Oh, no name. Oh, rapists of the sea. Exactly. Really Man, they, they are vicious little terrorists of the sea. Be fucking with the jellyfish. And Actually, seahorses are more aggressive. The little tiny seahorse? Yes, they are. Size doesn't matter. Little tiny seahorse, man. I don't know enough about seahorses. Sea actually rape other bees. Other do. what? They do. You know what seahorse look like us? I said they're like us from fucking like Baltimore. They do. <laughs> they do. <laughs> do do. Give me another accent. Well, I don't know. You're just like a big party basket of accents. Me? Because, yes, you are. You have your New Orleans, uh, well, excuse me, you have your Louisianian, however you say it, accent. <laughs> and then you have your Eastern accent all mashed together. Eastern? It is. It's like, it's quite interesting, actually. I was talking to a friend about it, but that doesn't matter. The melting pot of accents. You do. Oh boy, do you? I have an Eastern accent. You do. Let me in. Weird. Oh. This is weird. Yeah. Come on, say weird for the one time. Weird. Exactly. <laughs> My point exactly. I should add some claps in there. 
<laughs> yes, people, we have reached a whole new level of awkwardness, and I am proud. Weird. Within 17 minutes and 51 seconds, I am proud. Okay, I forgot what the fuck we were talking about. Do you remember No Name? Come on, damn it. You're supposed to be the constructive oh, oh, one. Oh, what? Right I'm here. supposed to be constructive? I ain't, yes. I ain't know how that would. Oh, shit, damn. Oh, damn. Put your fucking antennas together. You oh. have a lot on top of your head. Now, I have mine, too. Yours just mangled together, but mine, you know, they're mm. actually in the construct. I have locks again, y'all. <laughs> I, I'm thinking about I grew getting. I my shit back. <laughs> I'm thinking about getting that Uncle Phil. Shit, do it. Fuck it, do it. You should paint a target in the middle of your head, too. What am I, uh, that goddamn. Who that bull's eyes? Yeah, do it. Fuck it. Do it. It's your head. You want to do it? Just do it. Just do it. Mm-hmm. Right now. <laughs> Just do it. I, I, I'm sorry if I sound a little reserved, but I'm just, uh, reserved. I guess the awkwardness still getting to me. I'm getting used to this weird just sitting there talking, knowing something out there recording you. That's what I feel about phones. Well, it's going to require everything you do. Like, for instance, like if you were just talking about tamales. And hey, just, or Twizzlers. Like, you, I know you enjoy the Twizzlers. I fucking hate Twizzlers. And you get the ads for the Twizzlers. I fucking hate Twizzlers. Guys, if y'all ever give me something for my birthday, which my birthday is on Halloween, whoop, whoop. You know, and if you just happen to give me some candy, no. stay away from the licorice. Yeah. I don't, I don't fuck with that. I know what you you're better off just giving me a card. <laughs> I actually would be happy with the card. I'm serious. Like, I've kept all my cards that I've gotten thus far. I might be a little hoarder you on got the a cards. Drawer? Yes, I do. You got I have, a, drawer for I have a shoe box full of cards. Ooh wee! Like Julius, but they are all signed from different people. Okay. It's sentimental to me. You Did know, you I'm a sentimental cast? thug, you know. Did you keep your cast? Did I keep my cast? Yeah, like you you said you had broke your leg. Yeah, I was a I was a baby. Oh, geez, you might my, not have had the chance to keep that. Yeah, no, okay. but weirdly Oh, let's talk about this. Now one thing that my parents or my mother kept was my fucking teeth. I never understood that shit at all. Why are you keeping baby teeth? Is it to remember? I, I, Is I, it for some black magic? D- I don't know. <laughs> I don't fucking know what that means. <laughs> when my kids lose their teeth, I'm not keeping them. <laughs> not keeping them? You think, nope. oh, get that thing out of here? If I have children, I would love to have children one day. But if I do, I'm not keeping their fucking teeth. Is this creepy? Can you say the weird? Can you say weird? Weird. Yep. No, no, fuck that. What? Don't you sit there and try weird. to change your voice and you usually say weird like weird. Ah, weird. Is, I'm, I'm, maybe I'm thinking about it now. That's weird because I'm thinking about weird. <laughs> okay. Y'all, I just practiced a little bit of resistance just then and I'm so proud. I'm going to give myself a pat on the back. Resistance. I almost said something that was not friendly. Ooh, man. Not. Okay. It was not friendly. Thank you, dude. 
Here you go. Oh, fucking no name. <laughs> okay, so check this out. I don't know what the fuck you guys want. You got a subject you want to talk about, dude? Like, what's up? What you want to talk about? What you want to talk about? At least I'm going to shut the fuck up. Damn, you kind of sounded like Darius off of fucking awkward black girl have y'all ever seen that that is an awesome ass fucking show and i'm only saying it just to get under just to get under his skin on purpose because it he doesn't like the show it's all right look or should i say they i don't know how they want me to identify them as let me let me let me i don't want to defend defend myself on this show well you go ahead let me get out let me i feel as though the show its main character mm-hmm. was very uff to me, just like a what is uff be? Oh, very, like oh man, she was a very aggravating character to me. I enjoyed most of the other surrounding characters, and she did have good scenes. I can't deny, and it got picked up. It, so it must have been good, but most of the scenes with her, it seemed not to be such the awkwardness, but the indecisiveness. And Tefford and Quiet Snoop Dogg, one of the some of the best characters. Quiet Snoop Dogg. Quiet name Snoop Darius. Oh yeah, Quiet Snoop Dogg was cool, man. Uh, I also like Joseph. I think Joseph was. Uh, who is Joseph? Who was the Who was the uh, the black guy that she was like? Ah, yeah, I kind of want. You see my Fred? Yeah, Freddy, Freddy, uh, Scooby Doo, <laughs> and. Uh, I, w- I wasn't so much a fan of Jay. But Is there a white Jay? White Jay. White Jay. Yeah. He was a, he was a. You gotta say his whole name. His what? whole name was White Jay. Oh, it was. <laughs> On the show it was. It was. <laughs> yeah, White Jay, he was a. He was a. He was a. But I think uh, Asian lady, she had the best progression in the show. Asian Just lady, she was Native American. Oh shit, I C-C. must be racist. And <laughs> uh, you know, break. yes, we do not mean to offend. We are people of color ourselves, and we do not mean to offend your struggle nor your heritage at all. Just want to put that out there. That's true. But and that shit was just funny. Uh, also, uh, on the other show that you showed me, Mildred. The mill mill lady. The he said that there was a lack of character character development on the main character Mildred. Cause she already had her. She already was a one goal oriented, focused lady. Excuse me. I'm gonna stretch out over here so I can get a little comfortable. I appreciate that. Yeah. Sorry, guys, I had to get into a comfortable place. Take me to a place I can't imagine. Okay. You know, I'd like to hear you sing one time. You know, make a, you should make a, you like a little demo tape of singing. I don't sing, guys. I just be bullshitting half of the time. That's all right. You never know, you might. <laughs> come out with uh, some of the best work like that. Yeah, I heard a crazy-ass gospel song. Do y'all want to hear it? Do y'all want to hear the song? 
Oh yeah. Okay, here it goes. <clears throat> like to hit? Here it go. <clears throat> mm-hmm. Oh, the devil just might kill you in your sleep. Oh, the devil just might kill you in your sleep. The devil's gonna hold you down, step on your chest so you can't breathe. The devil just might kill you in your sleep. He just might kill you. It just might kill you. <laughs> it just might kill you. Hold you down. Step on your chest so your ass can't breathe. All right, that's vicious. That's a vicious ass song. <laughs> Shout out to the Holy Ghost and Forces. Holy Ghost! By Lexi TV. I love you, Lexi. You are awesome. That's a, that's a fire song. I ain't gonna, I'm going to have to give it to you. Oh, no. The credit goes to Lexi TV. Okay, That's you have you have to specify. Oh, Lexi TV. Okay, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> it was the way you stand, like yeah, do it. I was like, all right, I got you, I got you, I got you. I'll just give credit where credit is due. You know. Yeah, I do. You are awesome. You are awesome. I, I feel as though. You feel as though what? I feel as though. Feel as though what? What do you feel? I didn't know you had feelings. I thought you had thoughts. Well, everybody got feelings, you know. As much <laughs> as as much as I, that I guess that as much as I try to say I don't want to have the feelings, is that's some impossible thing. Like I think people feel content 80% of the time and then because okay. you know you gotta feel something even if it's nothing you're feeling something true true enough maybe possible Our complacence to you yeah I be feeling uh, you know yeah I be, I be feeling like you know when I when, I, when old no name Here's the crack of the thunder. I feel scared. When old No Name gets to spend time with Queen Ray, it's a good time. When old No Name has to go to work, I feel like leaving, never coming back, and running away in the woods. Hmm. I feel that. Yeah. Dr. Pepper and milk, though. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so check up. So check up. He's referring to one of my clients from work. My official title is a supportive living professional, which is basically a long-ass word for nanny, therapist, cook, cleaner, and pill peddler. I, I, it ain't that long a word if it incorporates all the pretty. That's a you're a jack of all trades. And I basically help those that cannot help themselves to develop independent skills so that they can live independently. Yeah. Yes, that's what I do. Uh, do you think? Do you think eventually some of those will go out to lean lives like that? Or? Some of them. Some of them not a snowball chance in hell. No, God, dog. No. I'm just gonna be honest. I, f- I feel like honesty is a great value to me, so. I think my man Frankie got it. Dr. Pepper, milk time, baby. 
Yeah. You did, Lucy. Hmm. Oh. That's kind of cool. Anyway, so, um, what I was trying to say. I don't know what the fuck to say. You know, you can take this one away. I'm just going to. Would you ever want to go deep shit? Deep, deep ships die dog. Deep, deep sea ships diving. Yeah, no. Uh, what? Yeah, dog. Yeah, I guess deep sea diving. I was about to say fishing. I couldn't. Deep sea I couldn't fishing. Get it on. That would be cool. You know. If you deep sea dive, would you? Exp- if you deep sea dive and you found like a bird treasure, would you getting it? Off the rip, off yep, the cusp. I'm getting it. It's like, yeah. It was meant for me. Okay. It was predestined for it to be in that exact spot at that exact time for me to discover it. And keep it. Yeah. Hell yeah. Okay. I'll okay. make a fire ass backstory to a cool ass movie. Like. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. It was like I tell you what I want to do: go where that Titanic was, where that lady threw that rock. Go get that. <laughs> go get that goddamn rock. I'm pretty sure that the waves are taken away huh. and moved it because it didn't weigh that much. Now, if it was like a chest full of something, unless it didn't deteriorate over time, then hell yeah. Uh, yeah. I'm just saying. Yeah. Hate to be that technical stickler, that Squidward. I had a Squidward mommy. Oh. I hate to burst my little bubbles. <laughs> mm. We are fucking 30 minutes in. 30 I don't see how the deep. fuck I did this for a whole like hour and five minutes last but you, time. You you had a, you you were real good at it. I ain't gonna lie to you. As much as I was out here doing talking about talking about shit, it was like hey. Once you get to doing it, it seems to be half the battle is doing it. I, it might be all the battle is doing it, but I don't know. Yeah. I'm thinking about taking some pilot classes. That's cool. Yeah. You should do it. Yeah. Nice to heights. You're already it's... kissing clouds. Sorry, guys. Is it like really tall but I'm tall too so I mean shit yeah I'm pretty tall you're pretty tall Mm mhm I don't know I I think it's different when you're flying I don't don't think the height thing does it correlate it it was really a joke but I see that it was not understood but you know because I, I, I like a lot of times, like, joke. I've like, oh be, been a joke killer right now. But yeah, you are, but it's okay. I, I don't you, overreact you have... like certain people do with no names or no identifications. But anyway, so I made this one joke one time about me having, like, weak-ass ankles. And I was like, oh, thank God. I always wanted to wear heels and just be, like, the fucking Carrie Bradshaw of the black community, you know, I just always envisioned for me to be that, you know. And I just love her sense of style and shit like that. Me, I can play it up. I could be a tomboy one day, or I can be a super girly girl, or I can just be a fucking wonder ball. A wonder ball. A wonder ball. Do you remember the wonder balls? It was Inside like the, the little toy. 
yeah, the chocolate yeah. balls with the toy inside and like the extra that candy. Sucked yeah. To me. Okay. And you are free to have your opinion. But it was fucking awesome because I got a fucking toy. <laughs> so. <laughs> That's what made it. You had some bullshitting ass like snacks. Let's talk about that. Let's talk about that. Wishful fucking thinking. Okay. Hell yeah. That's a good subject. So. Do y'all remember, I'm talking to the older people now, not talking about the 18 years old, because y'all are getting the shitty reruns of the good shit that we had, but, you know, uh, fucking Dunkaroos, they fucking suck now, they used to smack back in the day, and they fucking suck now. When I say wishful thinking, how it correlates to this, you remember it to be one way, to be a good memory. Now you get older and you reevaluate the situation. You might even taste the shit again, and it's fucking sucky because your taste buds have changed. That's what I feel about Twinkies. I'm actually traumatized by Twinkies. Traumatized? <laughs> I am. I, I will never eat a Light Twinkie again. golden brown and inside. I will never be fucking... I, no. Okay. This story is about to happen. Tell me about the Twinkie. So, the Twinkie. I was living off of 2021 Bradley Drive in Southwest Little Rock for y'all that know. Off of Chica Cutoff and Rebecca. Uh, basically. <laughs> basically. <laughs> basically, the house was getting bombed, right? Because it was like a lot of water bugs and shit. And then roaches was coming over there from the neighbors. I fucking hated it. Because I'm scared of bugs and shit. And um, it was a Saturday. Every Saturday I would have a ritual of watching an old time cartoon. For me it was Rocky and Bullwinkle. And I would like to have like a snack, right? And um, the snack in particular was fucking Twinkies. But my mom told me... Rachel, do not go in the kitchen because you might get scared. And I was like, okay. And of course, I didn't listen. I just scooted my pink Barbie chair up to the corner. And as I took my first leg up and put my foot on the fucking chair, I thought to myself, am I actually going to do this? Then I put my other foot on there. I was like, hell yeah, I'm going to do this. So I opened up the cabinet and it was a fucking big ass water bug that flew on my face and I fell backwards. It was like slow motion, like, oh, as I touched the Twinkie (laughs) and never again. I always feel like a water bug is going to spring out of nowhere from the Twinkies, from the Twinkies. Ah. Twinkies are the devil. No, <laughs> Twinkies are the devil. I know. They can survive nuclear wars just like fucking roaches. Hey. They're the hey, devil. Hey. They're the, they're the, uh, they're the uh, forever food, man. There's space. They pack them. Yeah. <laughs> I had a bad experience with a little candy. 
Oh, really? What was your bad experience? It's a Halloween candy. Do you have a Stockholm Syndrome toys, um, Twizzlers? Because oh, no. those are evil, nasty bastards. I, I got a story about the Twizzlers, but this one's about these little things that they sell on the Halloweens. It was the marshmallow shaped like a mound with the little sprinkles oh, on it. Oh, you talking about the little pink ones? Yeah, oh gosh. Oh gosh. Fucking love it because it got coconut on it. I fucking love coconut. I, I know. This is going to be good. Go ahead. There ain't much of a story. We just went to trick or treat. We get back and we got. You peed on yourself? Ooh, no. Okay. I don't I don't believe I did. I, it's, it's quite possible I did, but I did not remember that. I plead the fifth on that. When we get to the house. He pissed on himself, y'all. Yeah. It's okay because he he hasn't revealed his name. His name is no name, so it doesn't I, really even matter. Whatever, whatever. So we get to the damn wherever we at now. And we get the damn pink marshmallow things. And I eat the marshmallow. And I threw up in my bucket, my little goddamn jack-o'-lantern bucket with the rest of my candy. And I had to throw it out. Not as bad as your water bug, but god damn it. I never touched him. <laughs> Dip drink. <laughs> Guys, I just want you to know I got it salted on the air. So if I do the cold, I just want y'all to know. <laughs> it means to die for emergency. Um, What's the name? Immediately. Um, excuse me, no name. I'm sorry. I wanted the pipe. So I got the pipe. I'm sorry, y'all. I took a smoke break. Well, it's a hookah break. Hookah. Um, anyhow. I don't know what the fuck we were talking about. This is wild because I'm not even toasty. I wish I was toasty. I should be toasty right now. Yeah, no name's gazing at me. It's making me feel weird. He's looking at me like, what the fuck is this? Just, Why am I here? No. I've... Why is she here? Why? <laughs> what am I doing? Now, I'm, I'm thinking about uh, something that would be interesting. Okay. Let's gaze up at this popcorn ceiling of an atrocity. Hey, Amen. And act like we're looking through Ooh. at the fucking stars. Shit, when you talk about the stars, you know I like those fluffy clouds. It was some awesome clouds that we saw Right, that hammer? Fuck yes. I wish I could show y'all a picture, but it was legit like a cloud that was shaped like an arm and hammer, like the fucking commercial. And then you it saw was, a fucking cloud that looked like it was going to like attack us. It was a nice cloud, man. It was like those are some characteristic clouds. I like those. Those are, those are clouds that look like, you know, they seen something. Yeah, they probably did. I like the. They're spectators. Okay, true enough, true enough. I also like the, you know, our adventures into the park where you got to dress up and... So now you like it. I never not liked it. You say you didn't like it because you didn't pick it. We, 
remember when you said it the first time. What did you talk about? So you gaslight one. <laughs> what? No. We what you was like? Yeah, go to the park because of the, the rollerblade, and I wanted to see a rollerblade anyway. Baby he just wanted me to see. He just wanted to see me fall on myself. I didn't want to see you fall. You know, it was like coordination, man. Coordination. But the stick thing was nice. Okay, dude. Whatever you say. Whatever you say. Got it. You know what? Chicken butt. I got a question. Why is the fucking liquor store closed on a Sunday in Arkansas? But if you go to a different state, they're always fucking open. What state is that? Fucking Tennessee. I yeah. didn't know that. I think Mississippi too. But anyway, like, shit is crazy. You should go. To the liquor store on Sunday? Yeah. That would be something I could say I did. Sure. Adventure. <laughs> oh my God. This is so awkward. I'm loving this shit. I'm for the awkwardness. <laughs> I feel great comfort and uh. awkwardness sometimes. <laughs> Drizzly. Like a, like a ride. Yep. Wrapped like a ride. A yep. This is a ride. You know rides be like three minutes sometimes. But it gets you going. You get thrilled for them three minutes. And then you get sad because you got to get off. Then you're like, oh, should I spend the rest of my tickets? On this ride that I like. You know. Or should I go find another ride? You know. You make me think about all. You know. Uh, I gotta stop saying. Now I feel like. We gonna have to. I'm gonna have to. We gonna have to paintball now. Get your competitive side out there. Oh yeah. Test the marksman skills you said you were going to train. Yeah, I would like to do that for real. Yeah. You, uh, I wonder if it's going to be like a team set up, if it's in a, in a, a like, area. No arrivals. I'm coming for you. Oh. Oh. You, you going to get it. Yep. Get it. But I'm, I'm wondering. It's a. It's stuck until it happens. Okay. Cause oh, it's gonna happen soon. Okay. Cool. But I'm wondering, like, what's the what's the layout gonna be like? If it's a bunch of buildings or something. It's probably gonna be a bunch of blow up shit. It depends oh. on which course. There's a course in Conway. There's a course in Hot Springs. That's of course farther out. I don't remember the city. But the two um cities I just named are well diverse. 
Fuck. Was it a burp in a car? That's why there was a burp in a cough. Oh, goodness. But they're well diverse. They weren't as... As one-dimensional? Yeah. Okay. Yep. Like, you know, there's some things I got to do. Jump out of airplanes. Did you jump out of an airplane without a parachute? How high are we jumping? Typical height. Do I, do I, is it like water underneath me or something? No. Just jump out. Just jump out. At a regular jumping height. Yeah, like when Hillary's fiance bungee jumped and like said, Hillary, will you marry? And that's it. Mm. Would you do it? Well, no, sounds like a. I thought that'd be that'd be a fun way to go out. You get to heaven, they'll be like, "Hey, how'd you get here?" By going through the ground, through the fire and the rain. (laughs) (laughs) I got a friend who want to go out by car crash. Really? In a but he want to be in a race when he doesn't. Oh, I was about to say, he can just do it in front of a tree. He doesn't have to harm other people, but I guess he wants to go out and possess. Yeah. Have yeah. <laughs> you talked to your friend about that? I told him, okay, you should do it. Or should I say you talked to that friend? I told him, yeah, you should do it, because his dream's aspiration was to be a race car driver. Just ain't got a race car driver money. Oh, fuck it. Just go to the um, monster trucks. That shit would be fun. Yeah. Yep, that would be fun. You think they let you ride it? Oh, I'm not doing that shit, but I guess they would. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, fuck that. I'm not doing that. So, I probably want to go out having sex, though. Yeah. Sex is great. Yeah. They were so right in middle school. It's a beautiful thing. It's a great thing. Richard Pryor, daddy. <sighs> I don't know, like, the whole details about that. He made that joke about it. Oh, I'm sorry. I didn't listen to him. He was, like, really raunchy. But that's my personal opinion. Or do you think other people get uh, more raunchy throughout the years? He kickstarted for that shit. He made it okay. Him and Red Fox. Red Fox, man. Red Fox was there with a revolutionary. Oh. <laughs> this episode of Sanford and Son is filmed in front of a live studio audience. Sanford and Son. <laughs> you big dummy. Man. I'm Red Fox. Red Fox was out there. He knew some revolutionaries in this time, huh? Yep. 
fucking Malcolm X. Yo, I'm just gonna say this. I want somebody like that. Like, for you to be able to fucking have a transformative, like... From a thief? Yes, like, that's... It, it's not how you start. It's how you fucking end. How you evolved? Like... The character development. I'm gonna use oh, your yeah. word. Oh, that was some great character development. That was some character development. Yeah, oh my god, Men in Power is so sexy. That is like hot. But anyway, and it's like you're intelligent. Like when you have like an intelligent conversation, it's not just surface. Cause I really don't like the surface shit. Like that really just bores me. And I'll just go on autumn play like I really do. I don't be meaning to, but I just do because it's just not. I don't like it. It just seems superficial. Seems fake. But, you know, that's just my opinion. Mm. Let me ask you this. What's up? When it comes to things like autism and thing like that. I know I told you before, I think that people with a slight touch of autism, like, that's the superpower. That's like a superpower for regular people. Hmm. Yes, it is. Yes. You can have that rain man. Yeah. Oh, fuck. One of my clients is kind of like a rain man. I would like to take his ass to go gamble. Alright, so that ends this first um, portion. Hey, y'all. Coming back at you loud. It's your girl, Queen Ray. <laughs> That's Queen with the K. I don't know if y'all know what Queen with the K mean, but y'all should go look that shit up. But short version is, that is a queen that has the characteristics of a king. But she moves, she moves like a king, but she's a queen. That, I don't know if y'all knew that or not. So I told y'all that. But if you just want an in-depth version, go look that shit up. All right. Let's talk about this, these movies that should have never been written. Shout out to you indie movie makers and shakers, whatever the fuck y'all are. But this goddamn box movie should not have ever happened. <laughs> Okay, what is the name of that damn box movie? Dave Made a Maze. Dave Made a Maze out of stupid-ass box cardboard that killed all his friends trying to get him out. And the fucking exit was right next to the entrance. Uh, what? Hey, what? That was a waste of an hour and 30 minutes. It was a good movie. The boom guy died. No, People stuck their hands in cardboard vaginas and their hands were completely fucked up forever. Mm-hmm. And Boom guy made it out though. No, he did not. Cameron guy died. Oh, that's sad. Cameron got that. And I don't, your hate for this movie is is, is explicit and I, I frankly and cold. It's not a bad movie. Just because some dudes are losing, what's the? You know what I got to say to that? <laughs> Bullshit. It's fucking awful. Should have never happened. Just like Miley Cyrus's performance at that Super Bowl, I think, or at the award show when she was dressed up like a fucking mouse. 
and she was shaking her ass, and it looked like raw chicken. Should have never happened. <laughs> that was fucking awful. Don't ever do that shit said. again. <laughs> ever do that shit again. Now, I'm usually here to say do your own thing, but I think people need a real friend to let your ass know when shit is stupid and fucked up. I like those kind of people because I know they're not going to lie to me. Uh, make me look stupid. That's right. We could just build a maze together. You don't even have to think about other stuff. We could build a goddamn cardboard box. Cover. No, fuck that. I'm out. I'm not doing it. Mm. You on your own. You on your own, but I'm not doing that shit. Fuck that. Mm-mm-mm. At least I'm telling you before you do that stupid shit. I'm not doing it. Would you go Y'all see it? how real of a friend I am? I'm not going to do this shit. Would you go to a corn maze? So children of the corn can come and get us? Oh, We're goodness. adults now. Oh, goodness. I can't even fake like I'm a kid anymore. You know, somebody mistake me for a 38 years and I'm fucking 27. Oh, that, I could usually get by. Yes, it did. Mm, I could usually get by. With the passing of, like, being 22. But I can't do it anymore because I'm getting fucking old. Yeah, that's what happens in life. You're old. You're old. You know what? I'm about to, uh... Coming through white shoes and I'm bouncing through the club. I wonder what the, the top ten hardest mazes are. No, the most dangerous maze. It better not be a stupid-ass cardboard box maze. (laughs) If it is, I'm going to slap your phone out your hand. Yes, I am. I'm telling you ahead of time. See? At least I'm a considerate bastard. At least I tell you before I actually do it. So, yeah. Because I usually didn't say shit. I will just go up there and just do it. So. Someone died in this corn maze? In a freak accident, Oh, uh, yeah. Ears of corn grow, like, f- fucking feet tall. I don't know how many feet. That's why I say fucking feet tall. You get the gist. Somewhere between seven, eight, maybe nine. Fucking tall-ass corn. You know what? My grandpa used to, like, you know, be a farmer and shit. But this is before I was even born and shit. Did you just karate chop my ass? Nope, nope, nope. That's not what happened. That's, I uh, had a response. <laughs> I was going to do it, but I felt like I was under pressure. <laughs> so I didn't do it. I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to do it. Oh, oh yeah, hey. So B. The, the rankings of, of the movies, that, that, was the, that was the thing that made this possible. Out of the, out of the movies, there was Morbius. I'll give you a short synopsis. A movie about... Uh, Go ahead, no name. Why don't you go on and bless us real quick. A movie about penis getting chopped off. Lots of 
if you like body torture type things or no name you it, are cutting off my ears to black it's like Thank that you. and then we watched a movie called old boy it was a classic it was good it's a it's a classic it was grotesquely not wonderful Lee, not the spike lee joint because that one is a not as good at all to say the least how dare you curse the name of spike lee spike lee joints went hidden right there Spike Lee had them old people joints when he tried to shoot that old boy remake. Goddamn, he would have got his ankles broke on that court. It was over with. Oh, Battle Royale was what I wanted to show you. Now, I'll give you the, sh- the showing of rubbers. Oh, and the other movie we watched was um, Velocipasta. That shit was funny. Velocipasta. Damn, that shit was funny. It looked like it was like an adult swim movie. Oh. No. It was so good. <laughs> it had fucking ninja priests that sold drugs. Like, come on now. Where do you find ninja tell priests that you, sell drugs? Tell me about the best character in the Frankie world. motherfucking mermaid. Because he's swimming in bitches. Come on, Frankie. Frankie. Hey, Frank. Oh, Frankie. I thought we watched another movie. Could be sorely mistaken, another movie. It's funny as hell. All right. Well, what's the best movie that you think you've seen? Hmm. Ain't a lot of movie that we just watched was pretty cool. It was pretty stupid too. Yeah, I liked I, it. So that little girl was the real monster though. Her fucking pigtails of evil. I need to show you the worst movie I ever seen. Her chin of deception. Oh, Her huh. forehead of fortitude. <laughs> <laughs> What they what uh what they said on the what they said on the Fairly Odd Parents? It's the nigga chin. <laughs> <laughs> Cosmo, what? You know what would make this whole that whole movie like better? What? If they put the herbo in it. Oh. If they put the fucking herbo in it. I'm rolling. I'm rolling. I'm rolling. I'm rolling. I'm rolling. If he was here, he'd be shot. The Herbo. Is G Herbo gonna go down in history as one of the hottest rappers ever? Hell fucking no. Nah. Oh, come on now. No. It's the Herbo. I'm sorry, but G Herbo, I don't know what the fuck that shit, that last shit that you just did. I should just motherfucker up right me. now. Don't I ain't never scared. Don't do it again. I like your earlier work. Look, I shoot this motherfucker up right now. It was raw. What about it? What about it? Gang, gang. You just like it when you say, I'm rolling, 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 I'm rolling. Pass me some water or something. Well, yeah, cause we're going 
watch the rubber movie though. Oh, you gonna like that movie. I, I bet you give the movie a three out of five. If you like movies about nonsense. What's better? Cookies or brownies? Cookies better than brownies? Yes. You could bake a I brownie like, like a cookie. Chocolate in my mouth. It's too thick. It's too wide. It's too strong. It won't fit. It's too much. It's too tough. Uh, cookies are just right. Cookies. Yeah. Cookies are just fucking right. Mm-mm. Do you like brownies or cookies? I like, you know, I, it. It depends. You like it, the herbo. It, it, it de- <laughs> That's what you like. If the cookie was called the herbo, yeah. I'm. I think I like. Uh, I, I don't know, cause w- what gets into more things, cookies or brownies? You get Ben and Jerry. It come with cookie flavor sometimes. Cookie though, you don't always see brownie though. I don't think I've ever seen a brownie dough cookie. Mm-hmm. No, that'd be funny, a brownie dough cookie. And that could just be me, though. Brownies are cookies, though. Who knows? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.